It's time to work on your company's competitive advantage with business strategy expert, Terry Hansen. Hi, my name is Terry Hansen, and I'd like to welcome you to your Max Value Selling Tutorials. So glad to be with you. In today's tutorial, we're, we're going to be chatting a little bit about strategies that will help you get better at setting appointments with your prospects. And this is just part one of part two. So after this uh, tutorial is over, make sure you hit part two for the, for the latter half of it. You know, setting appointments with prospects really can be a very challenging thing, especially when they don't return your phone calls or, uh, or return your emails and you just simply don't get any response for them from them whatsoever. Uh, how in the world can you set an appointment with them if they don't return your calls or return your emails? That certainly and dramatically uh, impacts the quantity of appointments that you set up and the, uh, uh, the quantity of sales meetings and, of course, the quantity of sales that you have. So as we uh, travel around and work with just hundreds of salespeople, that's one of the common challenges that they say. They say, you know, gosh, we would, I would do so much better and my sales would go up if I could just get in front of more prospects and if I could get more people to connect with me. So that's what we're going to be chatting a little bit about. And there's no question that it's a difficult challenge. And in fact, there's no one recipe that just works all the time in every industry, for every company, for every prospect. So the lesson learned is you have to experiment, you have to do a variety of different things, uh, sometimes in different ways, to get the response. And that's why we start off really in the first area, the first strategy that I'll share with you is make sure that the prospects that you're targeting and going after really are, at least at the 30,000 foot level, initially a good, a good fit for your business. Do some research up front and make sure that uh, that your prospects are well-targeted, well-qualified, and that they exhibit the kinds of characteristics and the kinds of behaviors and are natural fits, uh, or I guess would have the, uh, the most likely circumstances to be experiencing the problems and challenges and frustrations that you're really good at solving. Don't just open up the phone book and pick anybody to work with. Make sure that your leads that you're going after are well-targeted, well-vetted, and, uh, and that they're just, just, just well qualified as much as a, a, a lead can be in that, in that instance. So spend some time doing some advanced research and putting together a good list of prospects uh, that you can go after in the first place. So that's number one. Number two is, what are we talking about when we're talking about 360 degree tools? Well, most of the uh, salespeople that we, we talk to, when we ask them, so what are the ways that you try to prospect or get in front of prospects in the first place? How do you try to initiate the first conversation? You know, naturally, email comes up. Using email is a very common one. Uh, obviously, using the phone is another very uh, common one. And sometimes social media. Uh, those, are, those are typically the top three. But what we would recommend, in addition to those three very common ones, is also take advantage of events. Uh, events are an amazing way to, uh, uh, this is part of your research, find out what events the company typically participates in, what uh, associations, what uh, groups, what, uh, you, you know, what, what events do they typically participate, and take advantage of those opportunities to go meet them face-to-face -face or connect in their, in their world in that regard, right? What conventions... Uh, or conferences that they attend. The uh, another one is, uh, is who are they connected with? Who are their? What does their social sphere look like? Who are their 
their uh, circles of influence. Who can you connect with that can introduce you to them, right? Who are their connections that you can connect with and get thus get connected to them? The next one is obviously the, um, the, uh, the content that you and your company are producing. Think about the, the articles, the blog posts. Think about the, uh, the videos or the infographics or the memes or the podcasts. What is the material and the content that you and your company are producing every day or every week or every month that might appeal to your prospect? How can you get that content in front of your prospect to catch their attention? So uh, instead of just using one means, uh, the telephone, to try to uh, call them and hope that they call you back, use a variety of tools, usually a 360-degree approach when you're trying to get to them. Use events. Use their circle of influence. Use their connections. Use your own company's content. Use uh, social media and all of its varieties. And certainly use email. But use those in a combination with each other. So really, uh, really go full throttle and try to connect with them from all angles, right? So that's number two. Number three is the approach. Now in the last couple of minutes of our tutorial, I wanna to talk to you about how you use all these different tools, email and social media and, and these kinds of things on how you would approach them, right? Now, regardless of what kind of tool that you are using, again, social media, email, phone, events, etc., one of the first approaches that you wanna do is try to find out or try to differentiate between who are decision influencers and who are decision makers, right? Uh, as you well know, some few people have the ability to sign the check and give the final yes, let's do business. But there's a whole host of people who have opinions, who are impacted by your solution, who influence the buying decision. And you wanna know who those people are. So when you're sending a cold email, for example, send four or five different emails to four or five different people in the organization asking them who the appropriate person is to contact with regard to uh, addressing certain problems in the organization. And a key in this is if you know, for example, that the director of marketing is the main decision maker, uh, find out who their boss is and send an email to their boss asking who the appropriate person is. That's what they call the top-down approach is when you start at the top and you work down the ladder to the decision maker, right? You can also use the bottom-up approach where you can find an underling and they tell you that they need to go up, that you need to go up the chain to the decision maker. So use the top-down and bottom-up approach to find out who you need to talk to and those can be great referrals into who you need to speak with. When it comes to cold calling, Make sure that your, that your messages that you leave are short, sweet, and to the point. Don't, uh, in my experience, when you use your last name or when you ask questions like, how are you today? Or when you share the name of your company, you immediately come across as a salesperson. You just sound like a salesperson. And, and, and think in your mind, when was the last time you were called by a salesperson and they left a message for you, uh, someone that you didn't know, that you are eager and anxious to call right back? If you're honest and truthful, the answer is never. Uh, I'm not sure anybody ever gets a message from a salesperson that they're eager and anxious to call back unless you've had some, some, some past experience with them. So lesson learned when you're leaving voicemails is don't do things to make yourself sound like a salesperson. 
Uh, my favorite example is uh, something that sounds like this. Um, so when I call and I get the voice message, I might do something absurd like this. John, hi, Terry here, 208-346-1005. I needed your help because I had a couple questions with, and I'm going to hang up the phone mid-sentence. What do they understand? My name, my number, and that I needed help with something, right? And 60% of the time, I'll get a phone call back, and the return phone call sounds like this. Terry, hi, John Simmons here. I, I got your message. It cut out, and I didn't hear what you had to say. And then I'll act shocked and surprised. My message cut out? Oh, so you didn't hear anything I said? No, it just cut out. Oh, well, uh, this is Terry Hansen. My name probably doesn't sound familiar to you, does it? Well, no, it doesn't. Oh, that's okay. No reason to. I was doing some research and ran into your name, and it seemed like it made sense to call. And the reason why I left you the message is because I had a couple of questions I needed your help with. Do you have a minute? Well, sure. What can I help you with? And then I go into my 30-second commercial, or my 30-second introduction, which is going to be part two of setting the appointment. But make sure that when you're leaving messages, make sure that they're short, sweet, and to the point. Another example of a voice message might simply be, John, hi, Terry Hansen here. My name may not be familiar to you, but uh, I was doing some research and I ran into you, your name, and it seemed like it made sense to call. I had a question for you and needed some help. 208-346-1005. Click. Now, John doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know what company I'm from. He doesn't even know if I'm a customer or whatnot, but I certainly ask for his help. Anytime you use the word help, Anytime you say, I have a quick question or a, a, you know, a, a question for you, um, uh, give them a reason to call you back. But the shorter it can be, the more kind of nebulous it can be, the higher, it, higher likelihood that they won't think that you're a salesperson and that they'll, they'll, uh, that they'll return the phone call. So use those tips and strategies on how you're approaching a prospect, on how you're leaving a voice message, and when you're making a call in the first place, to how you're using email, and when you're using social media, um, offer to give them referrals. It looks like it makes sense to connect. I notice you're involved in this LinkedIn group, or that you went to school here. I'd love to connect with you and hear more about who an ideal client is for you. I'd happy to I'm happy to introduce you to somebody or connect you with someone that might make sense. Would it make sense to put to, Would it make sense to put together a short phone call and send the connection request out that way? But give them a reason to connect with you uh, and use some of those strategies to just get them to respond back to you and just uh, open up the opportunity. So uh, this has been part one, uh, strategies on how to help you set up your appointments and how to just as simply get connected and get a response back from your prospects. So do some advanced research, use a variety of tools uh, that really create a 360 degree uh, emphasis on your, on your prospect and make sure you're approaching them in the right way that doesn't make it sound like you're a salesperson. Do anything other than sound like a salesperson. Hopefully these help you. For more strategies, you can certainly reach out and contact us. Send us an email. We'll be happy to chat with you. In the meantime, uh, hit us up on part two of, of uh, set, uh, appointment setting uh, for some more strategies on, on, on really building out your 30-second introduction to make that more effective and help you set up some more appointments. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for joining us. Be sure and check back next week for a new episode of The Terry Hansen Show. Would you like to work one-on-one with Terry or have Terry come and train your team? Visit us at terryhansen.net to learn more or call 844-205-5054 to schedule some time with Terry. See you next time.